Just a reminder to everybody before the show gets started that Alex and I, as the Potter Watch podcast, are going to be hosting a trivia night at one of our local breweries in Rockville, Maryland, uh, Seven Locks Brewing. It's going to be September 1st at 7.31 p.m. It's sharp. <laughs> if you all can attend or at least tell your friends about it. That would be great. See our social media about it. That has the event page and we'll be posting about it a lot and up until the, uh, I'm sure, till the hour. So uh, do that and please support uh, Seven Locks Brewing. They're really cool for letting us do this and they have really great beer. So And we'll be, there'll be a grand prize for the winners and we'll have a couple of bonus prizes as we go and if you want to dress up in costume we'll also have a little costume contest and give the our favorite costume a prize uh so lots to be had there um so we hope that you can come out and support um local brewery and support um our podcast i solemnly swear that i am up to no good bum 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 Chapter 16, The Chamber of Secrets. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And, and this, this is Potter Watch. No British accent today? No British accent today. This was a sad episode. The sad chapter. Oh, we've started out on a good note. Indeed, indeed. It'll be a happy episode, though. So today we are doing, um, well, I'm sure you're listening in because you know which professor goes down to the chamber with them. Professor Lockhart. There it is. <laughs> I don't know if I call it. Not British, but. <laughs> Something. Um, we're doing chapter 16. We're almost done. Uh, the Chamber of Secrets, or as Alex calls it. The Chamber of Sadness. Yikes. It's not that sad. I'm sad. We know how it is. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of mentions of Ginny's possible death in this chapter. Yeah. Like, a lot. Like, more than five. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm um, just upset about Mine is... <laughs> mine's about Lockhart. It's either hashtag or no hashtag, but I added the hashtag. Hashtag thanks for the memories. And it is a four, like the number. <laughs> there are there are so many levels to this status that I just I don't even know which one to touch on first. Are we referencing a song? Yes. Oh, just making sure. Like we are referencing things for the. Like memories. you think I just like made it up? No, I was just making or, like, sure that that was status. Like thanks for the memes. <laughs> Hags. Hags. Hals. Have a great life, Jenny Weasley. Whoa. Well, it's a reference to, like, Lockhart trying to get rid of their memories. I and then know. he loses his memory, which we don't actually find out in this chapter. But I just, said, I just thought it was fun. No, it was fun. I like it. I just, there were so many levels to it. I needed to sort of piece it together in my brain. Um, yes. Thank you, Fallout Boy. Fallout Definitely Boy. Definitely Fallout Boy. <laughs> Um, just making sure. Certs, as they say. I don't say that. Yes. 
I've never said certs before. Certs? You believe you used certs? Remember that time in college when we shortened everything? Yeah, but I never said certs. I thought that was like a candy. It is, but like it's also short for certainly. I would just say, actually, yeah, I don't know what I would say. You'd say certs. But I never have. I promise you this. Like, hashtag Bible. Say Bible. Bible, I've never used certs. Bible, I've never said certs before. Bible, you're being so mean to me right now. Guys, we are indeed referencing uh, the Kardashians. Keeping up with the Kardashians, which we ironically write, watch non-ironically. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, so, just a quick synopsis. I hate you. <laughs> certs the synopsis. Uh, so... Ron and Harry um, go to the hospital wing and find um, a note from Hermione. Ooh, a note. And you're doing that thing where you're being like. Well, I'm trying to think of what's important in the chapter. So they find a note from Hermione that explains like how what a basilisk is, how it's been getting around, um, and then they figure out that it's. Moaning, well, they've already figured out it was Moaning Myrtle, but, like, that the entrance is in the bathroom, which they don't tell anyone. Then Jenny gets, um, oh, well, Jenny tries to tell them something, and they don't find out. Then Percy. Um, and then, um, Jenny gets taken into the chamber, and everyone freaks out, and, um, Lockhart is chosen to go down, so he starts to run away. And then Harry and Ron are like, no, we'll do it together. And then he tries to obliviate them. And then rocks fall. And uh, Harry pretends to be talking to a snake. Yeah, so the he end. walks into the chamber. And that's it. Burr, and that's burr. all she wrote for this chapter. Burr. So that was our synopsis. It was beautiful. I loved it. All right. So... You can go. I didn't take notes for a bit in the beginning. Okay. Um, why are they surprised about exams? Okay, that is my first note. Why so. haven't teachers mentioned them also? Like, uh, so Yeah. I said LOL at this exam discussion, but I'm also a little bit with Ron, who's on the side of, like, why do we have exams right now? Like, the school is falling apart. But Magano has a great point. Like, we did keep the school open. So. Yeah, so we're definitely going to have them. I, it's just, I guess for me, because I know what's going to happen in this chapter, I'm like, um, someone's about to be taken into the chamber. Shouldn't we be focused on that? Well, now they're canceled, probably. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, they're about to close the school. Um, also, Harry, you haven't learned one thing all year? Seriously? He goes... <laughs> Which is not true, as evidenced in later in yes. this chapter. He goes, Harry looked down at a pair of white rabbits he was supposed to be turning into slippers. What did he learn so far this year? He couldn't seem to think of anything that would be useful in an exam. Harry. Harry. Come on. Harry. Like, Ron has a valid excuse to be worried. Like, his wand literally doesn't work. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Like, valid. But Harry? I'm honestly mad that they let him continue to use that wand. Yeah. We've talked about this. But, like... But also, like, what are... I'm sorry. I'm just, like, Harry for just one minute. Sorry. What are you doing in class? Like, what? Like, you once... You've learned about mandrakes. Like, you don't think you're going to remember mandrakes on exam? 
Expelliarmus? That's your favorite goddamn spell. You use it later in this chat. Maybe he just, like, couldn't, nothing could come to mind at that moment. I think that's what he's saying, but, like, I'm concerned. <laughs> um. Also, this thing with the right white rabbits. I, um. It seems pretty, like. Advanced. For second years. Mm-hmm. But they did use, like, rats or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right, rats, that's later. No, the rats to goblets. They do that in the movie. No, but there is something because she says, like, oh, for heaven's sakes, Miss Patil, like, it's just a rat or something like that. McGonagall oh. says that. Oh, Cavate. <laughs> Wood, is Quidditch back on? Wood, priorities, please. You need to sort out your priorities. He doesn't care about anything else. Like, doesn't care that... People are being petrified. Doesn't care that they're going to be saved again. Is Quidditch back on? No, Wood. Come on. Wood. Tact, please. He's just become a caricature. Please, please exhibit some chat. I want book one Wood back. Because he's so obsessed about Quidditch, but he was like a real person. Um, I'm going to speak to you about another person that's not a real person in this book. and has a one-liner. And it just <laughs> makes me, it makes me laugh. Um... I think it's cute how much Ron misses Hermione. Me too. Like, it says, Ron, however, was looking happier than he looked in days. That's the cutest thing. My next note is on um, the conversation with Jenny. Oh, um, my next note says, I just feel like McGonagall gives them, like, too much information. She's like, and I feel, and we're gonna, um... And I feel really confident about this. Like, it's like, don't count your chickens until they hatch McGonagall. I think she's just trying to give them good news. No, I know. Yeah. Which, as it went on, I think I wrote this note, like, before the ending of this. But it just seemed like just working at a school. Like, we would not be allowed to tell this information until we knew. Yeah, I wouldn't sure. have said the whole thing about, like, we might find the air. So they're yeah. just, like... We're gonna revive them tonight, like... Yeah. Or even, like, I wouldn't say that because then, like, if they did think that the, a student was a... the heir, like, don't tell them that they're about to, like, catch the <laughs> But She doesn't think it's a Gryffindor. No, she says it to the whole Great Hall. Oh, yeah. Magoo. Um, so Ginny comes up to Ron and Harry to tell them something. Oh, Jenny. I also have to just say, Ron, you have no tact. No tact! But, well, and I think it's nice, like, how interested, like, he does want to hear what she has to say. He's just, like, really impatient. He's, like, yeah. spit it out, spit it out. I'm like, Also, Ron. Ron, have you seen someone acting oddly is the funniest line because Harry just spins a paragraph describing how strange Jenny looks. Like, what? <laughs> Right after that paragraph where he's like, she does not look, like, well. Like, she's looking real poorly. Like, everything is a mess with Ginny right now. There goes, insert Ron's line, have you seen anyone acting strangely? And then Harry just, like, straight up asks, like, is it about the Chamber of Secrets? (laughs) Good lord, they're dumb. They need Hermione. Um, Percy, it's not about you. Percy sucks. 
sucked. Also, don't take her seat. Like, she was not getting up. She's clearly sitting there having a conversation, and Percy's like, hey, Jen, are you leaving? Like, are there no other seats at the Gryffindor table? Clearly not, because they can all sit there at one time. Also, like, three Gryffindors have been petrified or something. So, Yikes. <laughs> Our seats for you, Percy. You don't need to sit right there. Take Colin Creevy's seat. Oh, my God. Sorry, that was really harsh. <laughs> Sorry, Colin. And then I have like nine ha-has at Ginny walked in on me the other day. Oh, sorry. So I have a theory about why Percy is taking Jenny's seat because she thinks he thinks that Jenny is like gossiping to Ron and Harry about what she walked in on him doing. Yeah. Right. So it's, no, he doesn't know that till they say something. No, I think he's like, oh, Ginny, were you about to leave? Like, I'm here. I don't know. I, I'm trying to give him more credit than he's really due. I'm not giving him credit. But um, I think it's really funny because she definitely walked in on him doing, we've discussed before. Okay, well, <clears throat> what was he doing? Because he says a couple of days <laughs> ago, and Penelope has been petrified for like at least a week. Was he masturbating? Was You're, he doing something well, else? He was, it, later they say he was, like, snogging with Penelope. Well, yeah, so then I said, or was it, like, before? And, like, were they just making out? Or were they doing the dirty? Doing because the I know they were doing the dirty. <laughs> I what's, just, this whole situation is so What's, like, a so magical funny. word for, like, doing the dirty? Shagging? Sex. No, like, a, a magical a word. A magical word, not a British word? Like, yikes. <laughs> I just thought of wands. Yeah, it's like wands. That's where I was going to stir in the cauldron. I, I think we'll just stick with like shagging or like doing the dirty. The dirty. That's Wait, my favorite term. I, Slytherin. No. Chamber. Um, oh, chamber. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, Slytherin this to my this chamber. Book, this book has a lot of them. Well, I thought I was doing that for my chapter rename is something like sexual, but I just decided that... It, it was, I didn't. It was too, it, the the internet's out there for that. But <laughs> has anyone renamed it? Hashtag thanks for the memories. I don't think so. <laughs> That's true. I don't think anyone's <laughs> named it that, Molly. Yeah, and it was great. Great with an Remember eight. when we wanted to... great with an eight? Are you in your head while saying the word great, putting an eight? Yes. After I'm the G. It. Yes. G R eight. What were you about to say? Something we were about, we were gonna do? Remember when now. we were going to something? Oh, it's over. I was gonna say, remember when we were going to do nicknames for ourselves on this show? And we decided we couldn't remember What's those? That? that was a good call. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, mine was like Rowena, which isn't even like clever. That's true. <laughs> you didn't even have I one. I didn't have one. No, <laughs> I had like a terrible Rooney. one. <laughs> Rudel Wosley. Or, um, Roxy. Angelina John, a Roxy for Roxanne. All terrible. Or, like, another really bad one. It was, like, a Roxy. I don't know. They were not good. They were all bad. All of them. Um. Um. They don't think to follow up with her after she leaves. They're like, oh, that seemed important. Not gonna ask her again. Like, like, you know that it was something important. Like, you both realized Why would realized you just that. get up from the table and follow her? Why not? 
Like, you're done eating, unless you're having your fourth helping, guys, and you Ooh, made fun of Crab and Goyle. <laughs> like, they shamed Crab and Goyle for, like, kind of no reason. Uh, um, um, Lockhart, I'm done with you, is what my next note says. And it's about Lockhart being like, when they wake up, they'll say it's Hagrid. I'm like, you just keep digging yourself into a hole. Like, I Good. one, I have no, like, and then you end up in one. A-O. Ah. Like, <laughs> in the ground, because you died. Just kidding. Well, he does not. Though. I know, I know. Unfortunate. Um, yeah, but he's, like, great after this book. <laughs> what? In, like, the fifth book, when he has, like, no memory, like, he's amazing. Like, I love it so much. Like, he's He's comedic. like, look, I can do joined up writing. <laughs> Everybody wants a poster, son. Lockhart's a mess. It's great. Lockhart's a uh, mess. But, I'm gonna um, talk about it more at the end. Lockhart, like, just makes me really mad in this chapter because, like, he stops being funny and just, like, being an asshole and, like, a child in danger and... Yeah. I'm just like, okay. I gotta say, I gotta give props to Harry when they're due. The next couple pages is the smartest and most quick-thinking yes. Harry has and probably will ever be in this yep. entire series. Yep. And surprisingly, Ron yeah, caught Ron on. Yeah, Ron too. I was like, he caught up. on. Good on Ron. <laughs> Good on both of them. They're this is really, what happens when there's no Hermione. Hermione. They really fumble their way through. But I have a note that comes later that says, even petrified Hermione is the most useful in the room. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Um, girl. I wish that Hermione was around to see this Lockhart, and I wish we got to see her reaction, because I'm assuming that she would immediately be, like, not over her crush if she, if she heard Lockhart talking about Hagrid that way, or at least I'm hoping. Well, didn't she, when did we hear Lockhart talk, um... Right after she was petrified. Oh, okay. Because that's when, like... Yeah, I was just curious. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Lockhart really makes me angry, and it's partly this Hagrid stuff, but it's also, like, later in this Later, chapter. yeah. Um, I'm just gonna read, or, Jim, will you read this for me? Potter! Weasley, what are you doing? It was Professor McGonagall, and her mouth was the thinnest of thin lines. We were, we were, Ron stammered, we were going to, to go and see Hermione, said Harry. Ron and Professor McGonagall both looked at him. We haven't seen her for ages, Professor, Harry went on hurriedly, treading on Ron's foot, and we thought we'd sneak into the hospital wing, you know, and tell her the mandrakes are nearly ready and, uh, not to worry. Professor McGonagall was still staring at him, and for a moment Harry thought she was going to explode, but when she spoke, it was in a strangely croaky voice. Of course, she said. And Harry, amazed, saw a tear glistening in her beady eye. Of course, I realize this has all been hardest on the friends of those who have been... I quite understand. Yes, Potter, of course you may visit, Mr. Granger. I will inform Professor Binns where you've gone. Tell Madame Pomfrey I have given my permission. Harry and Ron walked away, hardly daring to believe that they'd avoided detention. As they turned the corner, they distinctly heard Professor McGonagall blow her nose. That, said Ron fervently, was the best story you've ever come up with. 
This is the best lie, lie Harry. I have that too. So proud so of you. Best lie. You should feel a little bit guilty, but best lie ever. Best lie. McGonagall cries. Like, yeah. Harry, that is a solid. This is what I've been waiting for. This is solid. This is probably why people think you're a Slytherin, Harry. Like, this one. Just that one moment. This one moment. And then Ron. That you were successful at deception. Ron, same. He says. That, said Ron fervently, was the best story you've ever come up with. <laughs> it is. It, it's solid. It is It is unfortunately solid. I don't even think it's unfortunate. I think it's great. I've been waiting for it because Harry sucks at lying when he needs to. And yeah, when he actually needs to lie, I guess he needed to in this moment. I don't know what McGonagall really would have done to them, but um, he doesn't, he can't lie. Like, Especially with, like, with Snape and stuff, although Snape can, like, literally read his mind. Yeah, but... Also, like, you can't lie to someone like Snape. I feel like even though you don't know he, you can, he can read your mind, he looks at you with eyes that feel like he can tell everything about you. <laughs> That's just how I... I mean, I wouldn't... I would be scared to lie to McGonagall, too. I wouldn't be as scared to lie to McGonagall because I feel like I know McGonagall has a heart. And I don't know that about Snape. Like, I, there might be, if I were Snape's student, the genuine fear that he would hurt me. <laughs> and McGonagall, I know at least, will just give me a detention. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to put in the quote about the basilisk. Yeah, that's a good. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Of the many fearsome beasts and monsters that roam our land, there is none more curious or more deadly than the basilisk, known also as the King of Serpents. This snake, which may reach gigantic size and live many hundreds of years, is born from a chicken's egg, hatched beneath a toad. Its methods of killing are most wondrous, for aside from its deadly and venomous fangs, the basilisk has a murderous stare, and all who are fixed with the beam of its eye shall suffer instant death. Spiders flee before the basilisk, for it is their mortal enemy, and the basilisk flees only from the crowing of the rooster, which is fatal to it. Just like WTF, hatched under a toad? That's like the requirement. Hatched under a th- that That's a lot. They have a lot of like red tape to get through. Hatched but, under a toad, the crow, what, what is it, not roosters? Well, roosters can kill it, but a chicken's egg hatched beneath a toad. I feel like there could be so many basilisks running around, slithering around, because people could just do that. Like, you can just get a chicken egg and put it under a toad and, like, like magic the toad to stay on it. That's a lot of, like... But it's not that much work, if you, especially if you have magic. Oh, I assumed that it's in a chicken's egg. Like, a basilisk is born in a chicken's egg, but it's not a I chicken. I think it's a chicken egg I don't hatched like... under a toad. No. How would a basilisk get into a chicken egg? I assume it's just like the size of a chicken's no. egg. Born from a chicken's egg, hatched beneath a toad. What does that even mean? It's a chicken's egg hatched beneath a toad. But it doesn't look like a chicken. I don't know. But it's like I way too easy. I do not think you can just put... A chicken's egg underneath a toe. I'm just reading. And it becomes a basilisk on the inside. Look, listeners, <laughs> listeners, please respond to us on social media. What do you think? Tell us what you think, please. And special guest um, to the show, Brielle, 
she brought up a really good point when we were talking about the basilisk that I wanted to just talk about again is that in this little paragraph on the basilisk, it never says that they petrified people. And I think she was right that that's just something that happened because of these weird circumstances, but like that's not a normal thing that yeah, happens. That's fair. Um, good on Harry for connecting Hermione's dots, putting it all together. Um, Ron, like, please catch up. But I know she's, like, using it as a device. Like, he's, he's not supposed to know anything, so Harry can explain it to him. Yes. Aaron Sorkin does this all the time in the West Wing, and it comes off kind of sexist because it's always, like, Donatella Moss. It's a whole thing. You can tweet at me if you want to talk about it. <laughs> what? And then Ron figured it out. Well, part of it. He figured out that it was in the bathroom. The entrance was in the bathroom. Yeah, thank God. Like, good on you, Ron. That's not even a good on you. Look, it's so obvious that it's in the bathroom at this point. The entrance? That's where she died. Well, all these other people got petrified other places. The pipes. After pipes. Okay, do you have any more notes on them figuring things out? Thank God they finally decided to tell Magoo. Yeah, but then they don't. Because they're doom. Um, oh, no. How do they know that it was Ginny that was taken down? Because they... Her skeleton will lie in the chamber forever. Because I think they checked the... The grip, the, they check classes. But they're not in class. Like, Harry and Ron are, like, gallivanting around. But that's because they were going to, um, they had permission to be with all the other teachers are taking every student to each class. So somebody was probably, like, Ginny Weasley was missing when we took them back to the common room. And then Harry and Ron had expressed permission to be in the I just find it hard to believe that nobody else is, like, kind of not where they're supposed to be. To be fair, like, everyone else is terrified to not be where they're supposed to be. I just think that they might have their own magical map or something. No. They would have got caught a lot more often. That's true. (laughs) Um, More like a clock, like Mrs. Weasley. With all the students. Okay, I just like with I would like to turn our attention to this small piece of information. Snape gripped the back of a chair very hard and said, How could you be sure? So worried about Jenny. Who knew? I just think it's really out of character. But I like it. I think, yes, I think that's really, like, like good on Snape, but I also think he's, like, more worried about the implications of what's going on with the chamber. And he, I think, knows that Voldemort has to be involved. And I think that's what he's, like, oh, scared about. Fine. I mean, I think that he's not being nasty or anything about Ginny and probably does care about all the students, like, a iota amount, but... Um, I do think that he is more worried about can the you, bigger did, implications. Did he say it? Like, I just want to figure out when he says that. It has happened, she told the silent staff room. A student has been taken by the monster right into the chamber itself. Professor Flitwick let out a squeal. Professor Sprout clapped her hands over her mouth. Snape gripped the back of a chair very hard and said, How can you be sure? 
The air of Slytherin, said Professor McGonagall, who was very white, left another message. Right underneath the first one, her skeleton will lie in the chamber forever. Professor Flitwick burst into tears. Who is it? said Madame Hooch, who had sunk weak-kneed into a chair. Which student? Ginny Weasley, said Professor McGonagall. Oh, but yeah, he doesn't know it's Ginny. I just meant, like, in general, like, even that he was caring about a student at all seemed out. But I think you're right. It is because of the Voldemort. Yeah, you're back on double agent status. Oh, well, so much for... That's more and that's, your, like, that's his, more in your It's, like, character. his responsibility to, like, stop Voldemort. Yeah. So he, I think... And I think he, like, knows that Voldemort has to have something to do with it because he's a smart guy. Yeah. I mean, and then we get our another unseen character, Madame Hooch. Is this the line you were talking yes. about? Yes! Where have you been, Madame Hooch? Why do you have a line in this chapter when all the other teachers that have been present are freaking out? Like, give it to Professor Sinistra. <laughs> she doesn't get enough speaking roles. Madame Hooch, what are you doing like, also, where's Ben's? <laughs> also, I think it's so, like, Professor Flitwick and I would be BFFs. He's like, he burst into tears. I know. What a sensitive I man. would be so sad, too. Also, Ginny's, like, really good at school, supposedly. Probably not this year, honestly. <laughs> this year, that's her first year. Well, and, like, she just, I don't want to get worse. No, I meant, like, this, sorry. This was her first year, so they don't know that she's a good student. Well, yeah, and I mean, like, this year she's probably not good at school. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just forgot that this was her first year. Yeah. Um, I love how quick the professors turn on Lockhart. They're, like, all on the same side. They're like, you suck and we yeah, hate you. Yeah, they're like, take, I love this Lockhart. You can't sit with us. This Lockhart <laughs> takedown is so funny because it's so, like, high school. They're like, yeah, Lockhart, if you know where it is, why don't you go find it? I know. And then Professor Ringo's like, well, that got rid of him. Yeah, like, now that he's out of our hair, let's get to the real business. I love that Snape starts it. Like, Snape was my favorite in this chapter. Snape's like, oh, look, Lockhart, it's your time to shine. Well, I think he's, like, kind of, like, taking on the role of Dumbledore a little bit, but he's, like, less whimsical about it. He's it was just, really like, funny. nasty. I was, like, this little catty teacher moment is so funny. I just have, like, a little bit of an angry note. If you see on my paper. Oh, it's in all caps, guys. It takes up an entire post-it note, and it's, like, seven words total. Okay. <sighs> Harry and Ron go to the teacher's lounge to tell McGonagall what they found out. Great. I'm really happy. Like, I've been waiting for them to go to a teacher this whole time. Yay. Then, the teachers rose and left, one by one. Next line. It was probably the worst day of Harry's entire life. Why did they not tell them then and there? Like, it's even more imperative now that they tell them. But no, they're like, hmm, we just found out some really disturbing information. Now that somebody's actually in the chamber. But now I don't think it's a good idea to tell them that we know where the chamber is. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, why wait? Like, you should be, like, on it, like, we know stuff, and, like, we're ready to do whatever. And then 
more realistically, they're like, mm, I don't believe you, or like, we'll figure it out, and then they go down themselves, or like, they're like, okay, our last chance is Lockhart. What really doesn't make sense is that they're distraught over Jenny, go back to their common room, and then, when they finally get their senses back, and they are like, yes, we do need to tell a teacher, they go tell Lockhart over Magadabo. Yeah, like, Lockhart should be their last line of defense, like... I get, like, they need to do it themselves, so what they should do is try and tell McGonagall, and she's like, okay, great, like, I heard you out, and then, like, she doesn't do anything about it or whatever, like, something happens where that's their first line of defense, and then their, like, last chance is Lockhart. But no, he's their first line of... To be fair, I will give Ron the excuse. Because Ron is, like, not thinking right now. He thinks his sister's probably dead. Yeah. So I, this is on Harry, and Harry drops the ball. It was Ron's idea to tell McGonagall. I know, but this was before he knew Ginny was down there. Like, he literally collapses on on the floor when he hears about Ginny. He sinks down to the floor. It's so sad. Well, Ron's even the one that says, I think we should go and see Lockhart. No, later. But I'm saying, like, this one part here is, like, on Harry, and Harry kind of drops the ball. I'm not but Harry, mad at Ron. But Harry doesn't trust authority. Like like you said, it's Ron who's like, we should go tell McGonagall. I'm not mad at Harry Ron. Harry doesn't trust anyone besides Dumbledore and only Dumbledore sometimes. So they go to see Lockhart and Lockhart's like, I have to go, da 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 da. And they're like surprised that he's like coming out as a fraud even though they both have been saying and mostly Ron has been saying from the beginning like you're a fraud like I know that you're a fraud and then like when he's actually like literally admitting it they're like what you're a fraud (laughs) you're a fraud what (laughs) they're so shocked like I guess I'm thinking like they didn't know how deep it went. Like yeah, they just thought I he think was like they think bad he gets in it. lucky. They think he gets lucky with the things. And like that he maybe he like fibbed on the book, but like I don't think and they to realized. Be fair, like he could have gotten lucky because Harry and Ron have defeated a lot of people that they shouldn't have at Truth. eleven. So they're like, eh, I bet it's not that hard. We took down a troll. <laughs> Truth. Um. Okay, I really want to talk about Lockhart. Mm. I just feel like I've been, like, um, saying a lot of notes, so I just wanted to let you... I think uh, I've been putting in what I... Okay. I didn't really have that many, like, sp- I think we're just... My notes were mostly just, uh, things are happening and they're sad, things are happening and they're sad. I love thinking about how they talk about... Oh, no, we went there. Okay. Um, One second, I just want to know something. Ron, this is so sad. Oh, yeah. Dropping to the floor. Huh? Ron dropping to the floor is so sad. Oh no, I do have a note, and I don't know this is if this is past where. You, oh no, this is I'm before. About to talk about this is before you. Okay, go ahead. Um, so just to go back a little bit before they get to Lockhart, um, I love that Ron Ron's little section about being sad about Jenny, and he's like, she knew something, Harry. Like she tried to tell us, I and know. she knew something, and then he's like, do you think that do you think that she's dead down there? And I just. <gasps> I, just, I know. I just really, like, this scene broke my heart. One, because we don't really see Ron and his feelings like this. I know. And we also don't get to see Harry and Ron's friendship re- in a reassuring capacity like this. Like, this is really emotional yeah. for them. And they and Harry, like, sort of... Drops the ball. I, like, I just don't think he knows how to deal with it. Well, he's not reassuring at all when Ron's, like, no. freaking out about the spiders. Like, <laughs> 
I Harry's Harry, not a coddler. Me like, neither. To be fair, like, I get Harry's it. never been coddled. Like his any every he's had a lot of people in his life die, and no one's been there for him. So I feel like he doesn't know how to handle the situation because he's never gotten the reassurance that he needs. You know, like the one person that does do it later is McGonagall after Sirius. Does she? McGonagall does. Or, oh, wait, maybe that's after Dumbledore. Oh, yeah, I think it's after Dumbledore. She says something like, I'll always be here for you. I feel like Lupin's the first person that, yeah, like, and he's right. not even coddling him, but he's, like, a support system yes, for him. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely Lupin. Sorry, Lupin. Credit where credit is due. I do love you. Like, in the third one. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're totally right. When he's dealing with the Dementors. Oh, God, I can't wait to read the third one so much. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, um, but th- I just think no, I it was too. really nice that we got this um, this little moment of friendship between them two, between the two of them. Um, I, as much as, like, I think it's a, I, I, this is, like, a big word to throw out, but, like, a little bit sexist, like, how the brothers treat Jenny. I still think it's really sweet how defensive they are. Oh, it's their little definitely sister. sexist. I don't think that's a big word to throw out. I think the whole, but I think that's on purpose. Like, I think yeah. J.K. Rowling is aware of it. Like, it's definitely sexist that they don't let her play Quidditch with them. Yeah. It's definitely sexist that Molly doesn't well, want I her. Well, I mean, I'm not even talking about that stuff. I just mean, like, how protective they are No, like, it's very big brother, which is all, like, in itself. But I weird. think it's also sweet. Like, no, I'm, I think it's sweet, I'm too. only human, guys. <laughs> I think it's really sweet, too. But I also think Ron would act this way, like, he gets this way if, like, Fred or George were hurt too. Like, I don't think this particular situation is... I think their family is just really close. They do get over That's the section about Ginny with the boyfriends, but I think this is a an outlier situation. Well, I was just thinking about throughout the series how protective Ron is of Jenny and all the brothers, really. And I, I don't like it, but I do think it's sweet. And I think you're right that... Like, the way Ron reacts to his other brothers, and even Fred and George, mm-hmm. like, to Ron and stuff like that. Like, I think you're right. They are just a very, like, tight-knit, and they look out for each other. But um, I just think it's sweet when any of them look out for each other, really. Yeah, me too. I love the Weasleys. God, I want to be a Weasley so bad. Okay. Lockhart. This is the real Lockhart that I've been waiting to talk about all book. Because this is, like, his Ravenclaw and or Slytherin coming out. Like, this whole paragraph. Jim. Books can be misleading, said Lockhart delicately. You wrote them, Harry shouted. My dear boy, said Lockhart, straightening up and frowning at Harry. Do use your common sense. My books wouldn't have sold half as well if people didn't think I'd done all those things. No one wants to read about some ugly old Armenian warlock, even if he did save a village from werewolves. He'd look dreadful on the front cover. No dress sense at all. And the witch who banished the abandoned banshee had a hair lip. I mean, come on. He's just, like, talking about, like, everything he's done. Yeah. And I love it. Like, I don't... I think Lockhart's, like, trash. Like, I think... But I... (laughs) (laughs) But I... I, This is the real Lockhart, and I do think that this whole time he's been putting on an act. 
And this no, is what I mean when I say been... genius versus fool. Like, I don't think he's a fool. Like, I think... I think this is still foolhardy. Like, I... Like, I, yes, I think this is the only thing he's had going for him. But I've, like, been forming my argument knowing this the whole time. Because I think if he was really a genius, then he would be way more, like, cautious of the things that he does. Like, he sets himself up for failure. But see, that's a... I would say that's more Slytherin is to be, like, really trepidatious the whole time and, like, thinking about all these But things. it's not, it's definitely not smart when you know that you can't do something to be like, oh, let me, like, say that I know all this stuff. Let me say that I can do it. Let me literally go up against a duel with Snape when I only know one spell and it works sometimes. I just think that, like, those moments is part of his act of, like, the the presentation he wants like the wizarding people to see like oh this like friendly guy who's like like I always got a smile on and like this is like and I love how the actor does in the movie because he's like nasty oh yeah oh yeah and I think it's so great because I think I think that all of those buffoonish moments are on purpose throughout the whole book like and I know we went back and forth on it, and I even, like, disagreed with myself in some points. I'm like, why would he do that? Like, that's so dumb. But I think it's all part of this facade, and, and I but think part of But what does that it, serve? What does him proving that he can't do magic serve to his facade? I don't facade? think he's, like, trying to prove that he can't do magic, but he's acting a certain way, so that way when he doesn't do magic, he's like, oh, I can just, like, smile it off, like... Like, pizzazz, like, I've got all this other stuff working for me that it that covers with, it up. Without being, like... But he needs to be so charismatic that people don't care. They don't pay attention. They are, like, willing to, like, look I the, see the other that. way. Like, I see him being goofy. I just think he sets himself up first to do specific things that are, like, I could not have defeated the werewolf. I, I think could not have he's done a, the a poker player. Like, he is bluffing and he's all in and like he's, he's all fails, in on his book but he, yeah, like, he, but he does doesn't fail. learn from his like mistakes what this is his first this is the first time he's been trapped in a mistake that we know of this whole year no but like he hasn't been caught this whole year they all know every professor knows most of the school knows that's being trapped in a mistake but he doesn't no one has said to him nobody has no outed him because dumbledore no, but nobody has outed him. That's what I mean. Like, he's, like, all in. He's going to write it out as long as he can. That's what I think. Like, I think, I think that's fine. I just think he, like, purposefully does, like, things that he doesn't need to do. Like, I just don't understand why he would do that. Yeah, I don't know all of his choices, but I do think they're all conscious choices. And I think that, like, this paragraph and, like, later in the mm-hmm. book, in this chapter, shows that that he's very aware of what he's doing. No, I do think this is, like, an outlier, and I do think you're right. Like, we are meeting the real Lockhart, but I also think he's dumb. Like, I think those choices are dumb that he made because I think they show, obviously, that he could not do half the things that he claims to do, which is how Harry and Ron are like, oh, yeah. Um, I just want to also talk about that paragraph because I think he makes, like, and J.K. Rowling through Lockhart's voice makes a really powerful point about media and about literature, about how you don't, nobody wants to read the book, a book with an ugly protagonist. That's why she goes by J.K., so they don't know she's, she's a, a woman. woman. Like, it's just such solid, it's such a solid speech to have a villain say, because it's such a call out, it's, it's very poignant. Uh, I just love it. 
Yeah, I just said once again, like, of all the teachers, you choose Lockhart to go to. <laughs> I'm at Myrtle. <laughs> After my Lockhart tantrum. Oh, I said Harry's first time using Expelliarmus in a battle situation. Against Lockhart of all people. Yes, but it's the, there's a first time for everything, and this was the first time. I like how he says, shouldn't have let Professor Snape teach us that one. Ooh, that was a good line, Harry. And he even said Professor Snape. Harry! It's probably because of that chair grab. He doesn't, oh, he does know about that. He's seeing it. We're through Harry's point of view. Um, okay, yeah, I'm at Myrtle too, my yeah. queen. <laughs> I love how much she enjoys I telling the story of her dad. She's like, ooh. It I was, love horny. It was dreadful. She said with relish. <laughs> I know. I love Myrtle. I died. <laughs> Olive Hornby. Little hints she regretted uh, making fun of me that yeah, when day. Did, when did she say the whole thing about, like, stalking her at her brother's wedding? I don't know, but I was waiting Maybe for it. Maybe it's in the fourth one in the bathtub. Either way, JK knows she's holding on. She's sitting on that gem. I love it. <laughs> um, I like I like the, like, kind of sinister part of Ron in this moment where he has, like, no qualms about, like, Lockhart. He's like, you first. Like, he's so I know. angry with I'm Ron. like, yes, Ron. Like, I love it. He's, like, being and Even Jim Dale kind of like, evil. reads it, like, really. I don't think it's not evil. evil. I, I think, think it's sinister. just really, like, Well, I mean, no, firm. sister's not evil. Like, I think he's just like, you're going in. My sister is down there. Like, Harry would never do that. Like, that's, I think that's the difference between Ron and Harry. I like this moment with Ron. I don't, I think Harry would do it. I don't. I'm trying to think of a incident, incident where he. Like, he barely can crucio Bellatrix Lestrange. I think the same Harry that does that Sectus Emperor charm and then lies about it is the same Harry that could do this. Harry doesn't mean to do that. Though. I know, but he does lie about it after and he does not apologize. He lies about it to Snape. I'm just saying. I don't think it's the I'm, same. I'm just... Okay, I mean, the Sectus Emperor curse is literally... He's lying okay. on a pool of but blood. But I don't think Ron lying is, like, is the same as, like, how Ron's, like, treating another person. Yeah, but I think even doing that... Like, Ron never does a Crucio. Like, he ba can barely do the Crucio on Bellatrix, but he does do it. And he does... But um, Bellatrix is, like... Do, do the Unforgivable on the house elves. Like, Harry... Right? He went not house elves, um, the, goblins. the goblins. Yeah. I mean, I just think, like, Harry doesn't, like, talk to people like this. Mm. You know what I mean? He kind of talked to Scrimmier like it. But, like, yes. I see what, I know. I see what you're yeah. saying. But, I, I mean, I think it's kind of cool that Ron does it. No, I like this about, I think Ron is more callous than exactly. Harry. But That's I what do I'm think, trying to say. But I do think Harry, like, also has, has the sort of moment side to him that is, like, that comes out in a... In a hero complex kind of way. Yeah, in a heroic situation. Very morbid about Jenny. They keep talking about her, like... Her death. How she's and dead. her body, like, what she's gonna in the look chamber. like. And, like, I get that that's probably a normal thing to be going through their mind, but, like, this is a book for 
children, J.K. Rowling. Like, don't I'm talking re- about that. She just really wants to break our hearts. I was, re- I told you about this, right? Like, I was distraught. Like, this book really messed me, sent me through a loop. Because first Hermione, now Jenny. It's really distraught. I am not And, ready. like, not just, like, oh, she was sitting in the chamber. It's, like, we keep addressing the fact that she could possibly be dead. Like, don't keep bringing that up to children. Okay, the faintest, slimmest, wildest chance that Ginny was alive. That is a direct quote. I get that, like, low expectations, that way when she's alive, it's, like, really happy. She's also, when we see her, is barely <laughs> Spoilers! Um, Lockhart's the fucking worst. Excuse my language. No, it is ex- it is 100% excused. It doesn't need an excuse. And I really enjoy, this is what I was going to say earlier, like, I enjoy Bimbo Lockhart. Like, I miss Bimbo Lockhart. I love that they make him go. That's what I say, because I'm really mad at Lockhart. Lockhart's hands were pressed over his eyes. LOL, you're a coward. And then I say, again, literally the worst teacher ever. I just liked it when he was being, like, silly. I don't. I think it's funny. Like, this isn't funny. No, I'm just kidding. I do like Lockhart then, but I really Like, if that him. was just what we got of Lockhart and, like, he wasn't a fraud or anything like that, like, that would be great. <laughs> it would, but it's not. I know. Also, Ron, I'll move some rocks so you can get back through. That whole scene is, like, waiting for the like pen to drop it's so sad because harry's like i know what i have to do i'll go through and then he's like pauses because he's like about to say like if i make it back with jenny but then like he can't say that so he just pauses and ron's just like um i'll clear away some rocks for when you get back it's just so it's such good writing he's about to say something else and he's like See you in a bit. Like, yeah, I will be back. See like, you in, uh, it's so good. I love that like, part. It's very sweet. Like, the whole interaction. Oh, it's so sad, though. It's a heart-wrenching. And I wish they did it like that in the movie. They, like, it. it's a little bit diminished in the movie because we're still, like, laughing about Lockhart. <laughs> but Yeah. Uh, that was my last note. That was my last note, too. Except for, I, oh, we didn't get to talk about a Harry. <laughs> And we missed my favorite part of this chapter, which is Harry looking at the sink and concentrating really hard and going, making it move open. He's just he used to look at Ron and be like, English. And Ron's like, that was English, man. That was English, not parcel time. Uh, So funny. That is like embarrassing for you, Harry. What was, who was your, um, champ for this chap um did you know Hermione final answer yeah I'm just kidding (laughs) um I actually gave it to Harry this chapter because I loved when he lied (laughs) and I thought that he did a good job of like putting the dots together Um, I was really upset about the whole, like, not telling McGonagall thing, but, um, overall, I felt like Harry deserved it in this chapter. Harry does deserve it, but I'm giving it to Hermione. I mean, I don't really give it to Harry ever, so, um, I felt like, I felt good about it. Yeah. Um, but my rat was, of course, Lockhart. 
Duh. Same. Like, if any of you out there didn't give it to Lockhart, I would only accept Percy as <laughs> <is> the alternate. As <laughs> the alternate. Percy. Maybe would, Percy's but, like. upset because his girlfriend is in the hospital wing. Yeah. He has to wing has quietly to now. Um, sorry. I gave it 75 points because I think it's a really exciting and, like, suspenseful chapter. So it mm. makes you want to, like, find I, out what's happening. Yeah, I gave it 90 for that reason. Because I also think we get a lot of information, but we also get it in an interesting way. Yeah. Um, so now we'll switch gears to our OWLs. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Okay, Alex. What color robes was Gilderoy Lockhart packing? There are three options. Blue. You're going to have to be more specific. Are you kidding me? They're blue. They're very specific. There's three different ones. There's three different robes. Sky blue robes? No, that's too trite for J.K. Rowling. I just remember one of them were blue. Okay, do you have any other guesses? Are one lavender and the other golds? I don't know. Jade green, lilac, Oh. and midnight blue. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> okay. I was really not focused on the robes. In this locker room. I didn't know what else to ask. Okay. What class were they on their way to when... History of Magic. <laughs> um, so let's just take a quick gander at what Waters says in the Ultimate Unofficial Guide to the Mysteries of Harry Potter. Um, she, what does she say, Molly? They talk about... Um, they talk about how Lockhart has a knack for entrances and exits. They talk about how he, like, pops into the staff room late and, like, he, throughout the book, he, like, makes all these, like, big entrances. And then also, in this book in particular, he makes, like, a big exit where he tries to leave and then ends up getting obliviated. Classic. Other than that, there's not too much that Waters reports on. They just kind of rehash what they already kind of figure out. I mean, I mean, this is a very, like, solves more questions than... Wait. Solves more riddles than it asks. Brings. Yes, yeah. thank you. Um, oh, they do talk about something that I've brought up before, is that it's not explained about the scorch marks, that there could still be other powers that the Basilisk has. That's true. I want to know these things. Unfortunately, having read these books, we don't figure those out. That was really sassy. I didn't mean it as sassy as it sounded. I was channeling some Harry Potter. They asked the question, why did Myrtle never see the big monster of a snake slither through her bathroom this year? I've also thought about that. No, I think about that all the time. The only thing I can say is that Myrtle is being petty and she just hasn't told anyone. That's the excuse that I come up with. Um, they do say something about Hermione ripping the page out of, like, an important library book. And they're like, we hope Madame Pence puts it back because people might need to know that information about basilisks. <laughs> True. Do a little reparo on that page. Put it in the book. The good book. 
All right. So if you want to tune in next week, um, you can tell us who is the heir of Slytherin. <gasps> that is the next chapter, heir of Slytherin. Um, in the meantime, check us out on Facebook. Um, join our event for the trivia. Trivia, yes. We talked about the beginning, so just real quick: Seven Locks Brewing in Rockville, September first, seven thirty-one p.m. Great beer, food trucks, our lovely presents. What could there be? Would you more like like more? Be there or be a squib. Ooh, good Boom. one. Okay, take care. Bye. Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum.